Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and welcome to another Bible uh, Sermon of the Week. Sorry, it's the Sermon of the Week, not the Bible reading. Um, today's going to be the final recorded message for a while. Um, I'm going to continue to read the Bible for you guys. Um, with you guys, I should say, because it's really my Bible reading too. And... Um, For the final, we're going to be talking about the church's calling. Every believer has one calling that we share, and that is to fulfill the Great Commission. Sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ to non-believers and disciple believers, so that believers can grow and, and learn how to be good Christians. When the commission is completed... And and I'll and I'll have a chance to hear the gospel. The rapture will happen, and the tribulation will begin. Because our mission as the church is to share the gospel, and and then Jesus, then the prophecies will take place. The great commit. Okay, so first of all, we're going to be uh, reading on Matthew twenty-eight sixteen through twenty. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you and surely I am with you always to the very end of the age okay a believer's calling is not necessarily what we do for work God might put us in a place to minister to people or just simply to earn a living because even if we don't preach to God preach at work we still be an, can be an example for Jesus but how we earn a living does not mean it's our calling. It just mean, means it's the job God provided so we could put food on the table and meet our other needs. Our calling is to share the gospel and to share God's gift of salvation to others. All believers are witnesses to the truth and we are being obedient to the Lord when we tell people about Jesus. There are always... There are many ways to share the gospel. Sometimes with words and, and other times with our actions. Even standing firm in our faith during our trials is a form of spreading the gospel. Loving our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ is also a way of witnessing to non-believers. And, and in a time of persecution, not responding to persecution uh, with violence... Uh, is a way to spread the gospel. Peacefully um, responding to persecution is a way to spread the gospel. Um, I know that's difficult, but with the Holy Spirit, we can do all things. Um, okay, so uh, lo loving our brothers, our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ is also 
a way of witnessing to non-believers. And of course, God uses our spiritual gifts to spread the gospel with teaching and preaching, doing good to someone, and the list goes on. But the best way to share the gospel is the way Jesus shares with the Samaritan woman. Let's go to John 4, 1 through, 20, 1 through 26, 30, and then we'll continue with 39 through 42. Now Jesus learned that the Pharisees had heard that he was gaining and baptizing more disciples than John. Although, in fact, it was not Jesus who baptized, but his disciples. So he left Judea and went back once more to Galilee. Now he had to go through Samaria. So he came to a town in Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of ground Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired of as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about noon. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples have gone into the city, gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew, and I am a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw but with the, with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our... Our father Jacob, who gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did also his sons and his, and his livestock? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks with this water will be thirsty again, but whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become, will become in them a, spirit, a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming here to draw water. He told her, Go call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she said. She replied. Jesus said to her, You are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have just said is quite true. Sir, the woman said, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you, but you Jews claim that the place where we must worship is in Jerusalem. Woman, Jesus replied, Believe me, a time is coming when you will worship the Father neither on the mountain nor in Jerusalem. You Samaritans worship what you do not know. We worship what we do know. For salvation is from the Jews. Yet a time is coming and has now come when you when the true worshipers will worship the Father in the Give me a second here. I'm turning the page. In the spirit and in truth. 
For they are the kind of worshipers the Father seeks. God is spirit, and his worshipers must worship in the spirit and in truth. The woman said, I know that Messiah, called Christ, is coming. When he comes, he will explain everything to us. Then Jesus declared, I am the one speaking to you. I am he. Okay, so now we're going to go to... Uh, uh, 39-42 Many of the Samaritans from the town believed in him because of the woman's testimony. He told me everything I ever did. So when the Samaritans came to him, they urged him to stay with them, and he stayed two days. And because of his words, many were more became believers. They said to the woman, We no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the savior of the world. Okay. Um, just give me a second here. When Jesus engages with a Samaritan woman, he just simply has a non-threatening conversation. He was friendly and just talked with her like a normal person. And the experience was so powerful to her that she shares the experience and with the rest of her town. And they also listened to Jesus and were saved. Sharing our testimony is not necessarily telling people our life story. Sometimes it's simply sharing that Jesus saved a sinner like us. That out of his love and grace, he saved us. We don't have to have a special story to tell tell we just need to share jesus so our calling is is to share the grace that jesus say gave to us with our good with uh with his works on the cross god's works doesn't get good works doesn't get us to heaven but it inspires those we do to them for the for to come to christ so our good works don't get us to heaven, but if they inspire others to turn to Jesus. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Lord God, I just praise you. I thank you for everything. I ask that you be with us. Watch over us, I pray. I ask that you um, help us to spread your gospel. The time is short, Lord, and we need to tell people about you so that they can turn to you, Lord, and be saved. We ask, Lord, that we do this in your precious name and help us to disciple the new believers and build up other believers as well. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a great day.